Hi, and welcome to episode three of the College Christian Rundown. Today, I am with Matt. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Matthew, and I have been in AIV for all of my college years, and I was brought to AIV by someone on the rugby team, and so I played rugby my first two years, um, and I've just been learning more about what it's like to serve on leadership and serve the chapter through being on leadership. Um, yeah. So... In AIV, you're you're currently the president of AIV, correct? Yeah, I will be taking on that um, position or trying to try my best. Yeah. To. <laughs> yeah. So today we're going to be kind of talking about what leadership kind of looks like in a Christian community, and we have personal. Exp- I mean, you have a lot more experience than I do, but um, we're going to be kind of drawing experiences with our AIV community, our high school communities. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I just want to kind of brief overview of what has leadership been like since your time on AIV? Okay. I think when I first joined AIV, I was a very quiet and shy kid who would never think about leadership and was very content with being a very committed member and just contributing in that way. Because I felt like, oh, that's how God calls me. That's how God created me. Um, I think that's how I can best fulfill um, like my position or best give to the, to the chapter. But um, I think I, so I didn't, I think I was kind of pushed to apprenticeship. It was like sophomore year. And then Chris um, was looking for someone to kind of um, lead East Quad CG when he became CG coordinator. So I was very hesitant because um, I had my hands full with rugby. At the time, that was like the most important thing um, to me. And I was kind of hesitant. I was like, oh, I'm going to spend a lot of time playing rugby. Maybe we can do apprenticeship winter semester. Um, but Chris convinced me to do it fall semester anyways, because he said, oh, it's just how much you make of it. And um, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I think um, next semester, I became a CG leader of East Quad, and I think I was definitely very immature in my faith, very unprepared, and did not know what to expect. Um, and definitely, like, I think at the start was mm, serving for the wrong reasons, because I think I've grown a lot since then, and the Matt from freshman, sophomore year is just a different guy. Um, but the reason I chose to do leadership was because um, I saw that there was a need in the community, and I really wanted to change the culture of AIV. I saw that there were a lot of leaders that didn't want to lead, that didn't want to be there, and just um, didn't enjoy leading. So I really wanted to change that and um, really bring that energy back um, to our fellowship um, and serve with a joyful heart. Um, and I just really like the community because we're all Asians, right? Um, so yeah. that was a bit less of a culture shock compared to the, the rugby team. And ever since then, um, leadership, leadership was very rough my first semester leading because I took up the CG from Chris, Christopher Combs. And those were just people that I felt like I couldn't relate to as easily. And I think I was going through a not very good time, a time when I was, you know, getting to know God. So the start of leadership was very, very tough. And um, I think 
I still enjoyed serving. I knew I was serving for God. So even if I didn't do a good job, sometimes um, there was that comfort. It was okay. Um, but towards the end of the year, I was really encouraged by Lewis and Kim Vaughn, who were in my CG. And um, I think a lot of people changed in my CG, but it was really encouraging to see people come out and engage with the word. And ever since then, CG leading has been pretty fun and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, you were you're basically my CG leader for first semester, basically. I was in mm -hmm. Lloyd. I had a great time in Lloyd. I learned a lot. What do you think is the difference between leading like a small group versus like being like on the vision team or, mm -hmm. you know, a higher, higher position, I guess, if, if there even is a higher position? Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a difference? I think there's definitely a difference. And I'm still trying to figure that difference out because, you know, I haven't really been on the vision team for that long. Um, but I think it's just the people you serve, right? I think when I'm CG leading, I'm really um, serving the people uh, in my CG and really caring for them and loving them. Um, but when you're on VT, I think it's really serving the leaders and just, mm, I think when you're leading a fellowship, I think, it's most important to be able to serve the people that you're leading. And so it's just serving more and more people and trying to connect with, I think leaders are also very different from the normal member. And so trying to engage people with their faiths in different ways. Um, but yeah, I haven't had too much experience yet with leading VT and um, AIV. For sure, yeah. I mean, as, as someone who hasn't really been on leadership team at all or any type of leadership position, I think it's it's really empowering to see all of the leaders like get together and have that, like you said, that passion, that want to actually lead and serve the people. Um, mm -hmm. um, I was just wondering, how has leadership in in any form changed your perspective of you know, what the gospel is, what faith is, what your own faith is? Yeah, I think just not just being on leadership, but like my college years have um, transformed me a lot. And I've just been able to see how God works. So like leadership kind of goes into that because if you met the freshman, Matt, you just wouldn't recognize him. Like <laughs> Frank can attest, like I was just a different guy. And I think the great thing about AIV is that I think even though a lot of people are lukewarm, it's very easy to engage with your faith and really push yourself, right? It's um, very easy to take up a position and start challenging yourself and take up a leadership position. I think it's very easy to, yeah, put yourself in that position and learn different things. And I think that because I was in leadership, because I was in that fellowship, right, it really pushed me a lot more than I would have as a member and challenged me to trust God in different ways and being in the community of leaders really helps because we're able to push each other. And yeah, we have this thing for CG leaders called CGX. And it was just really nice to um, meet up with them Saturday mornings every week and just have that fellowship and push each other. Um, and yeah, just preparing the Bible study really pushes you too. Yeah, for sure. And I know AIB does this and a lot of other um, fellowships do this, some type of mentorship or apprenticeship. Is there anything like when you're apprenticing someone, is there 
a specific approach you take to it because I, I mean I I was apprenticed under Lewis and and you had you had three apprentices so um like what is your what is your take when apprenticing someone or mentoring someone what is my take I think it really depends I think every leader does apprenticeship differently because there's no set structure and so the way I like I like it just because usually these people are freshmen or um, younger people and so I really enjoy welcoming them into the community and developing that relationship first um, and so I think that was what was more important to me um, this year just trying to develop that relationship first first I think when I was um, a new CG leader I had Lewis apprentice under me in Kimban and for Lewis we really did just logistical stuff and I don't think that was very fruitful like sure he might have seen what goes on behind the scenes with Bible planning, Bible study planning. But I think this year um, with a few of my apprentices, really getting vulnerable with them was very helpful, really um, developing that connection um, and showing that, them that I'm not just like some old guy who has his life together, right? When in yeah. fact, I really don't. And I think the apprentices, it's a two-way relationship. They really helped me grow. And I really appreciate, you know, that two-way relationship and um, being, being vulnerable both ways um, and learning from each other. Yeah, I think in any relationship, there's always, you learn, even though like you do have more experience, but you always learn something from someone. You can always, you know, um, be able to learn something from their experiences and understand mm -hmm. them from, you know, a different perspective. Um, for For leading, is there... I wouldn't say like a characteristic, but what, what do you look for in leaders? I think I was actually talking to Frank about this last night, but I think, I think someone, cause we're on VT right. And we're trying to help the leaders grow. And so something that we really appreciate from the leaders is someone who has a heart to grow, right. A heart to learn and um, really invest in this community. And, um, you know, are really committed to growing it with God. And um, so I guess like, it's just like an open heart versus a hardened heart. It's a lot easier to love and serve someone who has an open heart. And um, I think that also helps them connect with other people. And that's something very important for a leader. Um, but then for specific leaders, there's also different characteristics. Um, but yeah, I think mm -hmm. it, having an open heart to grow and yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of leaders, I think when, when you say the word leader, you automatically think or most people automatically think someone like who's higher up or superior. <laughs> but I think in a Christian community, it's like kind of the, the opposite, like you're given this opportunity to serve the community. So you, I think like for me, it's like humbling yourself saying like, yes, like I, I have been given this amazing opportunity to serve this community and I should humble myself. I should be vulnerable to the community so that yeah. I can be a good leader, I guess, in sense is be a, some type of role model. And I know that like AIV has this covenant and originally <laughs> when I read it, I was like, Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and like, I was, I thought a lot about it and <laughs> I ref, like, I reflected a lot about it. Um, Mm -hmm. and like signing originally like 
you know, like sometimes you always say like, oh, I'm going to be responsible. I'm not going to do these things or I am going to do these things. And you just say it out loud. But I think like with that covenant, I don't know why for me personally, like when I signed that, like it just felt more like in stone, like in reality, like this is what I'm mm-hmm. committing to. And and I don't want to break that. And I, I don't know, this just for me, I think the covenant was something that I actually really did enjoy and i and i haven't seen it in other like leadership Mm -hmm. positions what do you what do you think about the the aiv covenant i think mm, i really first i like i really like the kind of servant you know servant leader portrayal that you talked about and i really think that it's most a very important thing that in a christian community we have to serve and that is the most the more important thing one of the more important things. Um, yeah. And also, um, what is the importance of the covenant? I think the reason we took it seriously this year, um, we, we had a covenant for previous years, but I think um, it was just there, you know? Yeah. It was like the terms and conditions, you just had to tick it. So mm-hmm. I did not really read it. Um, but this year, I think we really remade it um, and really put a lot of thought into it because we want people to take this seriously. We want people to take um, being in a leadership position or being in this fellowship seriously, right? It should be part of a lifestyle. And right, most of the things in the covenant um, are related to lifestyle, like drinking, that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and so, and so a reason, <laughs> a reason, a reason we really wanted to have this covenant and emphasize the importance of the covenant is because um, we want to set like higher expectations for ourselves that we can strive for and really commit to, you know, I'm sure we might not always, we should strive to, but sometimes we might fall, but that's okay. But this is like a standard that we're striving towards and committing ourselves towards. And I think um, something that I really want our leadership team to think about this year is just the topic of sacrifice, right? How much are we really willing to sacrifice for God, right? God literally tells us to die to ourselves and take up the cross. Are we really, are we really willing to do that with our lives? I think a lot of the times we live a very comfortable Christian lifestyle with no sacrifice. And so I think this year, I really want people to think about taking their faith seriously, even on leadership team and living more as a fellowship of believers together um, and keeping each other accountable, pushing each other, um, yeah. Yeah, and leadership team is currently reading a book called Busy for Self, Lazy for God. And personally, when I when I read the introduction and the first chapter, I was like, bro, he's calling me out. Like he uh the the book, I actually have it here. Um it's by yeah, Namjoon Kim Kim or and he talks about how a lot of the times we fill our schedules to be super busy and like make it look like we have a busy life, but in reality, we're, we were, we're stagnant in our growth with Christ. And I think as a, as a leader, we should be pushing ourselves, trying to get out of the comfort zone that you kind of talked about where we're comfortable and we don't really push ourselves to, you know, grow in our relationship. At least for me, all throughout high school, that was kind of my relationship with God. It was, it was like, I was comfortable. Like I knew the gospel and, mm-hmm. you know, I understood the 10 commandments and, you know, all of that stuff, but I wasn't growing in my relationship with Christ, but 
coming to AIV and seeing the leaders and um, how much love and care and effort that you guys put in, it it definitely um, kind of made me open my eyes and like be like, this is what a this is what a loving community in Christ looks like. Um, this is what we want to strive to be towards, and that's why. I personally also wanted to join leadership is because mm-hmm. I want to, I want to like get to that place. I want to learn from them. I want to be like them. And I think like leadership, although we are like humbly serving, a lot of members do look up to the people on leadership. And so do you ever feel like there's a type of pressure to, you know, perform or, you know, act a certain way? Um. So I think like uh, leadership, like the community can really push each other. And, and like the way you said, we were kind of like a testimony. It's something that's really beautiful, right? I think one of the most beautiful words you can say to someone is, I can really see how God is moving through working. you, really yeah. working through you. And so that's really encouraging. But also it's like an encouragement because we can do so much more. We can strive for so much more as a community and glorify God together. And I don't think I feel that kind of pressure. I don't have that kind of stigma. Um, I'm worried like when we get back to school next year, maybe some people will treat me differently because I've had this role, but I don't think mm, it will change who I am, right? I think I'm still striving to uh, pursue holiness. I'm still dealing with a lot of sinful um, uh, sinful habits, um, but I think that I don't hide those away from people for the sake of keeping up like a sort of guise or reputation rather mm-hmm. like I try to deal with them and fight them as I normally would as a Christian. Right. I think being Christian comes before being a leader. And so I don't think I, like I said, with my apprentices, I like being vulnerable with them and showing them my faults and seeing, showing them where I'm broken and places where I really need to rely on God um, and grow in God. And so I don't think I, act differently around people or feel an expectation. I think I am who I am and I'm grow- I'm trying to be better, but I don't do that because I want to mm-hmm. uh, fulfill those expectations, I guess. Yeah. And like, as a leader, I think there, you, you kind of should be vulnerable because we know none of us are perfect in any way or any sort of way. Mm-hmm. And, if there's this type of stigma that we are, I think that can negatively affect members. Like, look how perfect they are or (laughs) look how great they are. Look how good of a Christian they are, right? I think it's like super important to be open about the faults and the, the, the sins that we have in order to foster this loving community that we have. Yeah, it's like a question of what kind of testimony will glorify God, right? Not necessarily the most like shining, perfect person, but yeah, you know, there are different ways we can testify to how God is working in our lives. Yeah. Well, um, do you have anything to say to the leaders and the members for upcoming AIV this year? I think during the next year and during summer, I really want people to take their faith seriously. And so I think my sort of vision or a little uh, Bible verse that I've been thinking about recently is from Act 2. 
and it's about the fellowship of believers. Um, so I'll just read it out real quick. Um, so Acts, Acts 2, 42 to 47. So they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And so I just really want people to start mm, trying to pursue that fellowship and people who are united by the gospel, who are united by Jesus Christ and really be a living testimony to the community around us, right? Actually add to the number of people being saved, right? I think a lot of the times Christianity can be like 10% of lives, 20% of our lives, but I want it to be more and more as we learn to give up more for God and really realize that in this life, the only significant thing, the only thing that really makes a difference in eternity is saving someone, right? Right. Spreading the gospel and mm -hmm. changing someone's life in that way. And I think, yeah, I really want to encourage the leaders, especially to start living that fellowship life, growing together, um, learning together, loving each other and having all the believers had everything in common. And this was the gospel. This is Jesus Christ, right? Well, what are some ways that we can, you know, do that? I think as the, as the last thing. I think it's definitely um, first your own relationship with God and really asking him to open your heart, right? I cannot like attribute any of the way that I am today, like, or how I've been blessed. It's all because of God and him changing my heart to love him more, to see him more in my life. Um, and so I think developing that relationship through prayer and just asking him for that heart and um, scripture reading is important. Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to start living as a fellowship when you're in quarantine. Right. But mm -hmm. like start talking to people, developing those relationships with people and even sharing the gospel, you know, I think people are bored maybe. <laughs> and so <laughs> Just hit someone up that you haven't talked to in a while and share this truth that Lewis and Hannah talked about last in the last few podcasts. But yeah, I think also something we've been trying to do on the leadership team is we're reading a book together. And so I think reading books is very good for growth and doing it with community, you know, thinking about the same things, um, being challenged with the same things is very helpful to growing as a fellowship and really tackling those problems together. Yeah. And lastly, I just want to shout out um, the summer CGs that were AOV is about to start. I think they're on Mondays mm -hmm. and Fridays, I believe. Yeah, they are Mondays and Fridays. And then there's also um, something called the summer connect where there's a bunch of different tracks that um, anybody can take and it's only $10 and there'll be weekly meetings for about what, four or five weeks yeah for the month entire month of june yeah um so like if you're interested in joining um just take a look on the aiv facebook page um all the information is posted and yeah i think that's a great way to start building community and understanding like growing deeper in your faith along with you know obviously reading the bible praying and fellowshipping with others but 
thank you so much for coming on. Um, I had a great time talking with you and, and learning from you. So <laughs> I'm really excited for this upcoming year and leadership with all of you guys. Yeah, thanks for doing this podcast. I really nope. appreciate, you know, the hunger and the incentive. Oh, no, that's really cool. Thanks for listening to episode three of the CCR. And a big thanks to Matt for coming to talk with me about what it means to be a leader in a Christian community, giving lots of wise advice. If any of you guys have topics or ideas that you guys would like to discuss, feel free to reach out to me and I'd be happy to listen. So stay safe during this time and peace out.